Welcome to Onwards the Podcast, where we cover all things holistic life practices, growth, spirituality, and self-discovery. I'm Kirsty Peebles, one of your hosts, and sharing this space with me is my beautiful co-host, Montana Burke. We're so excited to have you here. A loving reminder that all opinions and perspectives come from two truth-speaking fire signs who are doing their best to be all-encompassing. We're here to give you the shake-up you need to light up your life. And if you like what you hear, subscribe or follow as we grow and evolve together. With that, let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome, my love. New year, new us. Everything is changing and we're here today to provide you with the live chats and updates so you're on the inside scoop of it all. We're kicking today's episode off, as always, with our question of the day using a card from the game We're Not Really Strangers. This card game, in case you're unfamiliar, you probably haven't listened to any of our episodes before, so go back and listen to those, have a binge. But for those of you who aren't familiar with the game, it's all about getting to knowing yourself and others on a deeper level. We're loving the responses that you're sending in and would so appreciate any new DMs about your responses, about these questions and the conversations you had because of them. So Kirst, what is today's question? Yes, welcome back, Mon. Happy 2023. This is probably the first time that the two of us have had like a proper catch up this year as well, actually. Fun fact. So 2023, we're recording in Jan, obviously. And um, to get deep and dirty with the listeners, our question of the day is, how does one earn your vulnerability and have I earned it? Love it. This is such a good question. I feel like I am such an open and vulnerable person anyway. It's more, I won't be vulnerable with someone who isn't safe. So if I see, I think the biggest thing for me is integrity. And if I see someone who Mm -hmm. like says one thing where they're like, I hate summer. And then like to me, and then to the next person, because they're talking about like how much they love the ocean. They're like, oh my God, yeah, like summer's the best. And I'm like, I can't be vulnerable with you. Like, I don't, I can't trust you. I don't know. <laughs> and I know they're just trying to please and adapt their response. But I think that's the biggest thing for me. But then in terms of me being really real and vulnerable and raw, I guess, yeah, after authenticity has been demonstrated. And then like, there's all the obvious ones where it's like body language, like open body language, et cetera. But I think it's more a me thing where I need to decide for myself to let people see me. I don't think it's anything mm-hmm. anyone can do. So would you say that I have Yeah, for it? sure. I think something that I'm actually currently working on though, and we're going to chat about this in the next episode to come, is about allowing people to see us in the messiness. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So if, so you said that it was not really about the other person. It was more about you and you had to like, let them. Are you saying that you are essentially just closed until you Basically, decide to open? I will hermit. For anyone who's into human design, I'm a true four. So I will hermit. I'll fucking see ya. <laughs> nothing, nothing first. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, it's just how I am. Until I it's fine, it's fine. And then I'll come and tell you. What about you? That's so funny. Uh, I w- um, how does one earn my vulnerability? 
I think this is a bit cliche, but I think it's, I have the same answer in that I have to decide when I am, I don't know if this is bad, but I actually, there's, there's something else that just came to mind. There's two ways that it will happen. One is when I decide or the other is when I'm ready to step forward in that relationship by sharing a secret with them or sharing my authentic feelings with them. Um, I say authentic, I'm always authentic. Like I don't fake shit ever, but it's really when I go, okay, like I'm ready for you to know me a little bit better. So yes, either way, I'm still in control and deciding. Uh, however, I uh, I suppose it, it just depends on the level in which and the depth in which I know that person and want to know that person and connect deeper. But I would say that you've earned it. Yes, absolutely. I don't even think that's a bad yeah. thing though, because it's like you can't be vulnerable with everyone. No, absolutely. And I think what it comes, yeah, so what it comes back to 100% and I've, I, I have navigated this for a really long time. It absolutely comes back to me protecting my energy and me. And I guess that kind of is, framed in a me protecting myself but it's really just intentionally protecting my protecting my energy because not everyone needs to know the shit that's going on in my life and I'm going to be vulnerable and share things that I decide that I'm going to be vulnerable about then the other thing I was just thinking of as well is I guess that we need to we obviously need to feel safe but we also need to feel like it's a complete judgment-free zone so I can come to you and be vulnerable because I know you're not going to judge me about it. You're going to help me navigate a response or the situation, however that however that you've needs said to that. be. I think I base my decisions off previous responses. Like it'll be unrelated. Like it'll just be like us conversing, but I'd be like, oh, yep, she can hold space. Or like, do you know what? Like she actually can't and it doesn't, it's not a reflection on her or like anything like that. It's not a judgment, but it's more so like, can this person hold me based on what they've told me about other things? Yes. And because we are the space holders for so many, I do wholeheartedly believe that there are limited people that can then hold us. So of course we're not going to be vulnerable with everyone because we just know how to handle our shit. (laughs) I'm working as fuck, but the other thing actually, okay, so all, all, we're not strangers things aside, before we forget to tell you, this is our first session recording from our houses versus being in our, our recordings in the recording studio that we're normally in. So we are like fingers and toes crossed during this Mercury retrograde period that our microphones and our uh, audio quality is still really high. So I just, I needed to tell, I needed to Absolutely. tell them before. I'm glad that you did. Thank you for doing that. And yeah, we will be facing future recording sessions off this audio. So Pretty much, pretty much. But um, yeah, did you have anything else to no, say about I love our I'm ready to jump in. Okay, let's do it. So today's episode, all as Mon said, is uh, a little bit of a catch up on what we've been up to. So it's obviously just been Christmas and New Year's. Fun fact, I'm a December baby. So my birthday is actually the 20th of December. So I just turned 26 which is weird. Uh, so I guess, like, what have I been up to? So I, everyone took time off in Christmas and I realised that I probably should have, even though I didn't need it. So I can't remember if I said this in a previous episode, but I had, I have this, I have this fucking life hack. I swear, I swear to God, like I probably am going to do it every year now. 
but I took time off in November. I had two weeks, went outside for a wedding, went to Bali with the fam, came back and uh, everyone was in that burnout December phase and I was having a fucking great time. I was like, I'm fine. I'm rested. I'm good. And so I made the decision not to really take any time off of work. All I did was move my public holiday Monday sessions to Friday and I yeah, in hindsight, I would have loved like a week off. So that's mainly just so that I could have been a little bit more present with family. But I took the time off. Uh, I took those public holidays off. And I, what did I even do for my birthday? I think I just like, we went out for dinner um, with some friends, which was beautiful. And then Christmas five days later was just, you know, like, honestly, life hack as well. Just say no to some people at Christmas. So we literally just, all we had was one event for Christmas Eve, one for Christmas Day, and then a Friendsmas on Boxing Day. And it was perfect and lovely. I don't know about you, Mon, but like everyone else's Christmas I recently learned of this life hack. And can I say, as a child of divorced parents, this shit would have saved me. (laughs) Okay, go. What's the tip? Just do one thing on Christmas Day because... Mm. For the past like 16 years, yeah. I have spent Christmas going between two houses and more recently, I guess the past four years has been going between at least three to four houses on Christmas Day. So... <sighs> and we're adult enough now to get in early, to have conversations with our parents, to be like, okay, uh, uh, we are free lunchtime or we are free dinner. And then, you know, if you've got a partner and you say to that person like okay we're free Christmas morning and it's like have breakfast and dinner have the middle of the day where you actively kind of go home or do nothing or you say to them like yeah we're free Christmas Eve I think next year I will definitely will next year hope to host Christmas at our house because we'll have a little new bubble with us um have a make sure you outsource everything Delegate all of the cooking because I hosted Christmas last year and it's I'm chaotic. chaos because you know what chaos I don't know how to deal with? Traffic. Oh, okay. okay. Ah! <laughs> True. <laughs> That's we a good traveled. point. That's a good point. I like it. We went from Bunbury to Perth, Bunbury to Gijiganup. So we spent mm-hmm. about two and a half hours on the road of Christmas Day. And I'm just over not being able to be present and not being able to feel like it's fully Christmas until I'm at my final destination. So I'm keen for it. Bring on the cooking chaos. Yeah, true. Because I don't have to attract the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that. What That's else did so you get true. up to over the holidays, my love? Um, I'm not going to share too much about my New Year's, but all I will say is that it was it was quiet. Oh, hang on. One more thing on Christmas, actually. Sorry, my brain is chaos the um I have gone on holidays twice now at Christmas time and I highly recommend it if you are like I do not want to do Christmas shit go on holidays because it's the best yeah you'll probably pay more in flights but so worth it I've done one Christmas in the Philippines and another Christmas in Canada and 10 out of 10 go for it I think Morgan's is talking about going to Canada this year for Christmas as well so exciting anyway yeah, highly recommend. But back to my New Year's. New Year's was lovely. There was only like, I think there was eight of us at our Christmas. Uh, so, so at our New Year's. And it was at a friend's house. And 
it was lovely. That's all I'm going to say. It was just really, it was wholesome. I think we were up till three, mad chats, uh, and everyone was just very safe and warm and welcoming. And it was actually the perfect way to bring in the new year. And then the next day, we all decided to like, we like made acai bowls, went in the pool. We were meant to do a yoga flurry, but we were all pretty hung, so we didn't. And then um, it was like early to bed, I think like eight o'clock on the first. And I honestly, it's probably one of the better New Year's that I've had. So very grateful. And I was like, yeah, I think then the first, oh, then the first week of January actually was all like cleaning the house. But we'll get into the energetics of that in just a minute, Montana. What have you been up to? What is new to our house? We spent Christmas and New Year's moving. So we have moved from the east the east to the west and I'm very very happy about it I'm now officially a south of the river gal and you went um, bush to beach yes I did so we're in so I feel like truthfully we didn't really have Christmas like even though we had the day mentally I was not there I did not feel the Christmas spirit which I'm kind of like I'm like I did myself but whatever like next or this year we will make up for it because I feel like children and babies just bring the magic of Christmas alive so that is okay. And yeah, similar New Year's. This is actually, as you were talking, I realized it's been one whole year since I have been intoxicated because the last New Year's was the last time I was actually drunk. So. <laughs> oh, because you started last year. Yeah, I went seven months sober last year just to try it out. Maybe we should do it every yeah. month. Um, that was fun. That was a really cool experiment. So literally drank once in between that and falling pregnant. Um, however, sorry, it's just been a whole bunch of moving, renovating. And I have to say that whilst I feel like I didn't get a break, I did take like a week off work, but that was just spent purely moving. I am so proud of my body because I was like painting and up on ladders and doing like what felt like I felt comfortable with, but it was hot and I did it. (laughs) I was like, well done me, third trimester, smashing it out, keeping up with the boys relatively. There were some things that I could not do. Like there's like certain materials that I can't be around. That is frustrating because I know that me, Montana can, me, pregnant Montana cannot, not safe for baby. So do not. And that part is like mentally like, but I know I can do this. However, so we've just been spending this time really getting settled in our new house and immersing ourselves in our new lifestyle, our new community, and it has just been the freaking best. It's like, I think, I don't know what the word is. It's like a reiteration of your living together and relationship, right? Because you and Rich, you guys kind of shared your last space with others. Whereas this is, is this the first time that you two are living no, together, just time. two of you and Essie? Yeah, we've done a oh, lot okay. of renting, uh, but it's nice for it to be just us for approximately nine more weeks before we are joined by yes. a third. Yes. Which is actually probably the perfect segue into something else that we need to talk to you guys about, which is Montana's maternity leave. So, Mon, if you want to kind of dive into that a little bit, because the podcast is not no, going not. anywhere. I am going panic, somewhere, guys. but the podcast is not. Uh, <laughs> Kirsty is still here. Basically, yes, okay. down for. So, maternity leave kicks off for me February 28th. So, 
up until that point, I've got a beautiful on-ramp to maternity, like off-ramp to working life, I guess. Um, so that's been really, really nice. And there's just been, yeah, like developing that in the business, creating that structure. But in terms of what this means for the podcast, so Kirsten and I have been chatting about how we want this to run, how we want the next few months to look like and how we can stay high vibe about it as well not create unnecessary pressure on either one of us. So, and this has been a really great way to, I guess, for us as well, to explore boundaries and having these conversations. <laughs> so from around very March onwards, you can expect from onwards the podcast, a few solo apps from Cursed. You can have, you'll be having epic interviews with incredible guests. Plus we'll be having a few pre-recorded episodes, which we cannot wait for you to hear dispersed throughout. So you still will be hearing my voice. <laughs> so. Yes. Because we're going to, we're going to. I suppose record a, a fair few episodes before Mon is on Mon t- maternity leave. So yeah, like she said, it's not the end of her. You are just gonna hear her sporadically, and then you'll probably hear more from me. So hopefully, I am confident in saying that that's not a deterrent, and you guys are still very excited to see what's coming from us and and what we're going to be sharing. So please stick with us because we're very grateful. And in saying that, while I have your attention, I want to ever remind anybody who's listening to this to please go and actually follow right now because I think the statistics is like over 75 people 75% of people that listen even every single week are never following or subscribe to an actual podcast so if you could please go and do that yeah then you exactly and then you actually get notified but we are still going to be dropping episodes every Monday and then our halo episode is going to come out every second Thursday those halo episodes may shift and change into whatever feels good for me the reason that is is because I never want to put anything that's not authentic out so I want to make sure that if I'm sitting down and recording for 10 minutes it is going to be like short and sharp and powerful. Maybe it's a life chat. Maybe it's a lesson I've learned, something like that. I'm going to kind of integrate that into the into the Halo app. So hopefully you guys enjoy. Absolutely. So things are changing, not a whole lot in terms of the podcast. So we're just, you're basically hearing from me less, cursed more. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all you guys need to worry about. That's it. That's all. So thank you, darling, for being precious. <laughs> but Mon, you are going to be back. Uh, yeah, July. What? So intention July? is to come back around July. Again, keeping this yeah. very open-ended because I don't want to create expectations, aka disappoint anyone or create expectations that lead to myself feeling disappointed. So at this point in time, yeah. July 2023, we'll be making a comeback with a little baby in my arms. So... Which I think is, I, it's, this is just so important for us to be honest and I suppose vulnerable about because our lives are ever evolving and changing and to share that with you guys is very special Absolutely. As it's well. a huge blessing and I think this is something that we can all take away is when we're in a season of growth and transformation and transitions that it doesn't have to look a certain way. We don't actually have to know where we're going. There doesn't need to be a set end point like we know that there we're coming we're, there will be a tunnel that we come out the other side of but we don't need to know the exact ins and outs on how it looks and that's what I've been leaning into anyway we're communicating enough of the details having an intention about what I want it to look like but not being fixated on that is how it's going to look like because truthfully don't know yeah like a loose timeline will help 
both of us navigate this so much. And if that has to change, we then have honest conversations about boundaries and expectations. And we go, if that is going to, if that's what's going to make you feel good and help you, then I'm all here for it and vice versa. But back to business stuff. So Montana, business-wise, what's happening? What's new for you? Because you're not done yet, babe. Not done yet. Not We're done almost yet. at the finish line. Not quite. So maternity leave, as we mentioned, kicks off the end of February. All my face-to-face or one-to-one client sessions are wrapping up end of January, which is bittersweet. Uh, however, I do have a few exciting offerings in the works. So as uh, Tuesday, the 24th, I will be running an inner critic masterclass. So this episode is coming out on the Monday. You have one day to get your ticket if this is you, if you are someone who is feeling held back by their self-talk, by that nasty mean girl in your head, come along. We're combining psychology with inner work and a really powerful quantum healing meditation. I am so fucking excited to get this out into the world. I cannot contain it. Um, we've also- I've seen her excitement for this, guys. It's, it's this. real. As a <laughs> hey, day. How? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> and secondly, another exclusive offering. I've actually only told my clients about this. So, onwards, fam, you get an exclusive insight into what's coming next. My, not even my Instagram family knows about this. So, I will be launching a online membership. So, the Healing Hub is going to be a place that you can turn to for all your self-development and healing needs. So this is not to replace counseling or therapy or anything like that. However, what I found is there's not really a place for people to turn to for self-directed healing, where it's like you might be reading a book or you might be attending yoga classes or something like that, but you're feeling a little bit lost, a little bit wayward. So I'm creating the Healing Hub as a virtual platform for you to come to as a springboard to guide your healing, provide you with answers, connect you with experts, leaders in the industry, powerful modalities, meditations, affirmations, really cool holistic healing tools. Uh, We actually have a very special guest. Kirst, do you know her? (laughs) I was like, oh my God, who? And they're like, oh, me. (laughs) I think I know her. Sometimes she doesn't. We'll be having Kirsty on as one of our guests guiding us through really really cool workshop so more information will be launching or being revealed as we get closer to our launch date which will be around january february mon let's get you to do a little five minute ignite your light explain to the into the gals who are listening what that is and like what everything that more detail that's included because it sounds freaking incredible and the hit sorry not ignite your light your um healthy healing hub did you call it the health hub Oh, the healing hub. I actually didn't know that that's what you were calling it. As you were saying it, I was like, that's a beautiful name. So I haven't heard of anything, like you said, like the healing hub. And I think it's very important to re-remind people what is included in that incredible offering. Yeah. So at a girl. So the healing hub you. is, I really created it actually first and foremost for my clients. So I wanted to give them a bit of love from me to them without having to risk not having the time to do so with a newborn. So what I noticed is in between sessions as well, and a few of you may be able to relate to this, where you have a session with your counselor, with your therapist, with your coach, and you're feeling all fired up, like, heck yes, I can do anything. And then three days later, a week later, a month later, that momentum fades. 
and you're sort of left feeling a bit like, oh shit, what now, what now, what now? And then you go to your next session, you're like, okay, yeah, that's right, I can do the thing. And I've decided, I've designed the Healing Hub as a place for you to turn to, to keep that fire going, to feel that momentum. So it's really powerful. We could talk about all different things. We're talking about holistic living in terms of nutrition, in terms of movement, in terms of rest and those things, but then also going into the more spiritual side of things and looking at more soul chats, alternative therapies, a little bit more woo, which I haven't really included much of in my Instagram work, but of course is a huge part of the work that I do as a holistic counsellor. And of course, it would not be my work without including components about the mind, talking about mindset, giving you strategies, actionable strategies with anything that I do. I want it to be easy to implement and easy to action. So giving you the strategies and the tools to do those things with. Yeah, I'm very excited. I kind of, this is just going to be incredible. So I'm very excited to be launched the world. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a separate we'll do a separate episode with all those details for Love. sure what about you Kirst what's new for business in 2023 uh so I I struggle to talk about all my like personal life stuff because I feel like I have done so much of both personal and business life things but at the moment I'm mostly business focused which is exciting because I haven't really been like that for a while and I was like how do I talk about my personal life without being like this is actually what I've been focusing on. So let's do it. So my business side of things, I am actually moving my business from my home studio. I've kind of outgrown it. I was at a point where I was like, all of the girls need to be, they need to be upskilled, they need to be up-leveled. How can I do this? And I also got to a point as well where boundary-wise, I was ready to remove my work in my home. So what I have decided to do and again, I will do an episode with more information on this as soon as I've like signed my contracts and have my own details is I have decided to move into a gym, not my own gym, into a gym that's already established. And I haven't done this in, it must be four years, maybe, maybe four and a half years, which is wild to me but I am going to be subcontracting from a gym again and it is a beautiful gym in terms of aesthetic wise if I had a couple hundred thousand dollars to make EQ look like this like that's exactly what it would look like so I am very very excited to be sharing more about that I will be the first personal trainer in that space and it is full of my demographic like this gym is full of the girls that I which is kind of what I'll be targeting regardless is I want the women who are like, I need to be pushed more. I want to feel confident in the gym. I want to learn about technique. I want to get my fundamentals and my foundations right because so many of us go into these gyms and it's so intimidating. And we're like, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the machine does. I don't want to look silly trying to figure it out, which you don't, by the way, like everyone's allowed to trial and error. But I am, yeah, I'm, I'm, technically officially moving into a new gym I won't share the name and the details of that yet because I just want to make sure that everything is 100% before I dive into it but I have literally just spent the last few weeks like pretty much tearing my business apart apart, fixing my foundations looking at my like marketing strategies and how I want to be 
approaching the girls properly, like the right people for me. Uh, and I've also been revisiting my training options. So not just group training anymore. Like I want to bring back some PT work. Uh, I want to bring back online training and um, still still group training, but still figuring out how I can hit my my holistic approach in a setting like that which I'm very excited about because it will be in very fun ways like journaling when I have like $800 spare I'm going to buy some silent disco headphones and do pre-recorded meditations with those I also want to have those honest wholesome group chats that really enhance the feeling of community in those spaces too which is usually what lacks in a gym like that so yeah it's big it's big moves it probably won't be as of the time of the recording it's probably going to be about four weeks away um which means it's only a couple weeks away by the time you guys hear this app so yeah I cannot wait for this next iteration of you of the business and for more people to see what health actually gets to look like. Like it's not just coming in, throwing weights around and sculling pre-workout, having your BCAs and then leaving. (laughs) So true. And I, I'll be honest for a second and really, really quite vulnerable with this. I, I was even intimidated walking into a setting like that initially. And I'm the trainer that knows everything. Well, you know, quote knows everything, but I have been doing this a really long time and even I was like oh shit like I don't look like a 10% body fat bikini model and I was like I started to realize how important it was for me to step up with my confidence with my level of normalcy and this like and this well it is the holistic approach that I have but also just with this like wholesome pure intentions good energy and not self-deprecating approach to fitness like that's how I'm coming into this that's what I realized was missing and that's what I recognize is beyond important for most of us to experience because so many people are still doing health so unhealthily yeah, 100% it's not about how you look it's about how you feel absolutely absolutely so yes big things are coming Mon and I like we just said we're going to have a little couple of two solo episodes also a solo episode each where we talk about what um, each of our businesses are doing what we're offering I'll actually share the gym's name I will also share how you can work with me um, and vice versa Mon will be doing the same thing where you'll be able to find our healing hub and yeah that's pretty much it I feel like that's our life updates that's the quick yeah, version of our life thanks for listening this far friends as always Kirst shall we close out with everyone's favorite segment Yes, I am woke as fuck, but Montana, hit me. So, I am woke as fuck, but I hate the lids on 99% of keg cups. I, they piss me off. They make the coffee taste different, <laughs> annoying, and I just don't like them. My fav- I don't actually, I just want to say I love the pottery for the Planet Cups. Um, I just think they're beautiful. But then, A, they get really too hot in my hand. And also, I just don't like the lid on it. And, yeah, basically, I'm putting this out there. If you've got a recommendation, please holler at me. Help a gal out. Let, help me be eco-friendly because I fucking hate Without your coffee tasting weird. That is so funny. I don't know if I have well, ever paid attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Oh, I love it, love it, love it. So um, I am woke as fuck, but what I realized as we were literally starting to record this episode, I'm still an annoying dog mom. Like, I wouldn't say that I'm a Karen, but Max is at, this is sounds so fucking white privilege, and I will own this, I promise, but Max is, um, he's at daycare today. <laughs> essentially that's the best way I can describe it because this dog needs to be stimulated and deserves to go and socialize um, whilst I'm working more but I was like oh my god like is he going to play well with the other dogs are the other dogs going to play well with him and I was like being controlling and I was like I'm not even there like I need to let this shit go and I realized now I'm the annoying dog mom I love that yeah yeah now we see why other people are annoying dog moms or annoying helicopter parents because you care yeah, and I, I realized that I need to look at that for how that's going to translate into actual mum life and I need to just be relaxed, yeah. essentially. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but that's pretty much it from us, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we would love if you could please follow, subscribe, like wherever you're listening, take screenshots episode or posting it to your stories, talking about this episode or other episodes of our uh, podcast to your friends means so freaking much to us. We are going to be having a giveaway soon on our Instagram as well. So keep an eye out for that. It's just at onwards the pod. And if you could rate and review as well, that would just help us so much get our show into the ears of more incredible souls just like absolutely would closing out as always with a loving reminder that at the end of the day we're all here to walk each other home we hope that you're heading into your day with a fire lit under your ass and ready to make the most out of who you are and play the heck out of the cards you've been dealt with until next time bye